Hello, everyone, and welcome. Happy New Year. This is our first meeting of 2023. And just like to extend our appreciation for your dedication to doing what you can to strengthen the planetary network of triangles. Today is January 9th, 2023. So as we always do, let's begin with a brief moment of silence followed by the noontime recollection in order to link with the worldwide group of Triangles members. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. So, as you know, the purpose of our weekly webinars is to introduce the work of triangles to those people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And we have a couple of people who in our contact list who are looking to form triangles. So if anyone is here who would like to join with them, uh, please place your name in the chat box and we will put you in contact with them. And so we welcome all of you who are new and wanting to learn more about this planetary network. You can also go to our website, triangles.org, and find a wealth of information about the work of triangles there. And we also have a Facebook page, Triangles Meditation Group. And you can find, um, always listen to these weekly webinars there. We post them live and they're saved. And also there's um, a lot of information there for new people. And we also, as I mentioned, we come together each week to create a platform for those of us who are already members of this work uh, to come together each week and provide a meditative visualization that's aimed at strengthening and supporting the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. It's simply the establishing of lines of lighted, loving communication between three people who agree to link up with each other each day, mentally, spiritually, and in the spirit of goodwill to all humanity. Their triangle is then placed within the larger planetary network of triangles and to distribute the contacted energies, we close the work with the sounding of the great invocation, a powerful world prayer that is well suited towards the distribution of spiritual energies and releasing it into the etheric network of our planet, which stimulates and uplifts the planetary atmosphere. It's said that the work of triangles, one of its instrumental functions is the transformation of the etheric grid of our planet from a present system of squares, which is reflective of the personality aspect and reconfiguring it into a planetary etheric body consisting of triangles. And triangles, a triangular, etheric network surrounding a planet is reflective of that planet being what's called a sacred planet, a planet that is working in concert with its soul. And so this work, which is being undertaken by thousands of triangles workers throughout the world, is aiding towards this shift in the network and this shift in our function within the larger whole of our solar system from being a non-sacred to a sacred planet. So again, we thank you all for contributing in this work. So as we do each week, let's begin 
with a brief visualization. We visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, we visualize a triangle composed of the three primary planetary centers, Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the creative throat center of the planet. And visualize the three points of the triangle moving in both directions, filling the triangle with light. And at the center of the triangle, let's visualize a five-pointed indigo star, the star of the world teacher, fusing east and west past and future, radiating the energies of love, wisdom. And visualize the three points coming into alignment and forming a sphere, reflecting the planet. And at each point of this star of the world teacher, we visualize the energies of Shambhala and hierarchy pouring through, radiating throughout the planetary network, filling the planet with light. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. And prior to sounding the mantra, let's visualize these energies being directed through the five planetary centers. London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Linking with the group, we sound the affirmation of love. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need we reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So today, our guest, after our meditation, will be all of you. 
we thought that as we approach this new year, we would like to hear from you, the group. Um, and our theme is what can we do to come into deeper connection with the group? And so it's an opportunity for group sharing. So I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this theme after the meditation. I think this is a, a really good question. How can we come into deeper connection with the group for it really um, provides a key to our understanding of this entire period in planetary history as we enter into the Aquarian age, which is very related to group work, but also during this waning day of the Capricorn full moon period, a sign which is intimately related to the law of group progress, one of the laws of the soul governed by the seventh ray. So there's a lot of relationship between this law, not only to Capricorn, but also to Aquarius. So it's a good opportunity to work with the available energies in consideration of this important theme, which is so new to humanity. We're told that in the long, long history of humanity, the initiatory process was always undertaken alone. But now, because of the tremendous amount of applicants to that process, humanity as a whole, we're, we're told, is on the verge of taking the first initiation. We know that there had to be a change in the institution of the initiatory process, and it changed from an individual application to a group application. And so this is a theme that we all can ponder. Many people in all walks of life sense the challenges confronting the disciple humanity at this time. But those of us who have some understanding of the subjective nature of the events that are unfolding are perhaps able to see more deeply into some of the additional factors that underlie these outer challenges. This deepened understanding can serve to aid us to see somewhat beyond the outer fragmentation and know that there is much light and this should foster our faith in the ultimate triumph of the good and foster our determination to do what we can to contribute towards its realization. And in particular, those of us who has responded, at least peripherally, to the note contained in the writings of Alice Bailey have been given a number of tools which, when built into the fabric of our lives, can generate a greater sense of group connection. We have, of course, this work of triangles. We also can participate in the Wednesday Goodwill Meditation Group. We also have the full and new moon interludes, the high points of this spiritual month. And we're also given the opportunity to help prepare for the reappearance of the world teacher through the use of a Thursday, a special meditation on Thursday, and another on Sunday, which is geared towards the regeneration and the redistribution of the money energy in the world, which is said to be the crux of the problem in relation to human preparedness for this reappearance. Participation in these various activities can help to realign us with our soul at key points within the daily, monthly, and annual cycles, contributing to the united group effort that is helping to prepare human consciousness for this coming externalization. Humanity with each passing year is becoming more and more responsive to the light and thereby participating more fully in the revelatory nature of this time. And humanity's responsiveness to the law of group progress has given it the opportunity to begin sensing this supernal or highest light related to the will aspect 
and bringing it down from afar, bringing light into all aspects of human living for all to see. This revelatory light as it filters down into the three worlds acts as a lens and things begin to be seen with greater clarity. As we know, revelation is a dual process, generating on the one hand an increased responsiveness to the fifth kingdom in nature and the plan for our planet and the part that we can play in its realization. But it also brings a deepened understanding of the many ways in which the plan is being blocked and the many layers of obfuscation that prevent humanity from seeing clearly. These dual revelations are part of the journey of this time in planetary history. And Christ warned us of this time 2000 years ago when he said that prior to his coming, his return, all things would be shouted from the rooftops. And this is precisely what we see unfolding at this time. We know that Capricorn works through this law of group progress as stated previously, and surely the revelatory nature of this time is in part related to Pluto's long passage through this sign, sort of in a preparatory march towards the hierarchical conclave in 2025. This passage began in the year 2008, and it will end one year from now in 2024. And it appears its influence is gaining in momentum and intensity as it passes through its final degrees. This passage of Pluto through Capricorn is clearing out the debris, which for spiritual seekers can be which for spiritual seekers who can appropriate the opportunity is surely aiding access to the higher realms of consciousness, to this light supernal, which can be attained upon the mountaintop. But Capricorn is also the most material of signs and aids the materialistic forces in the achievement of their purposes. As we move into the Aquarian age, we can visualize how tremendous will be the shifts in our world as humanity increasingly comes to realize its power and strength to affect change as we join together as a group. This shift has extraordinary implications, and that is why it has long been feared by the ruling forces in the three worlds. For to work as a group brings exponentially enhanced capabilities for humanity. The strength comes through the sharing of energies on the part of all group members through the mingling of their auras. Through this means, the group has the possibility of reaching out to contact energies of far greater potency than ever would be possible when working alone. An aligned group is therefore exponentially greater than the sum of its parts. And so, for example, our relatively small group gathering together here today on this webinar has a much wider scope than those of us present because this group is linked not only with the entire triangles network throughout the world, but also with the larger network of the new group of world servers as a whole. And through this means, the group reaches out to stimulate and include many, many groups functioning throughout the world, touching them with this energies from the subtle realms. Through the etheric interrelatedness of all life, our outreach is global. And it's said that the Triangles Network can become an instrumental part of humanity's potential moving forward through humanity and the interrelationship being established between the three planetary centers, our planet is increasingly becoming interconnected with other planetary lives 
and eventually will become a center of moment within the cosmos. And the seeds of this are happening now. A united aura among even a few group members of a group which doesn't necessarily mean a uniform perspective on all aspects of the work, but it does mean a dedication to that portion of the plan, which it is the group's dharma to undertake. This united aura makes the group a vehicle for the reception of energies of a much higher order than would otherwise be possible. And then as one group creates a magnetic aura, that group becomes able to work together with other groups, large and small, throughout the world, principally at the time of the full moon. And together, the groups create a vast rainbow bridge across which fiery energies can flow. And it is this work that supports and sustains the other work and workers in the world who work along all the many different lines. And there is a passage in Esoteric Psychology, Volume 2, page 113, which powerfully presents the opportunity which all of us who work together spiritually in groups um, is the opportunity that's held out to us in cooperation with the spiritual hierarchy. So what the Tibetan writes is what we are seeking to do is to carry forward a group endeavor which is of such moment that at the right time it could produce in its growing momentum such a potent magnetic impulse that it will reach those lives who brood over humanity and our civilization and who work through the masters of wisdom and the assembled hierarchy. This group endeavor will call forth from them a response and magnetic impulse, which will bring together through the medium of all the aspiring groups, the overshadowing beneficent forces. Through the consecrated effort of these groups in the world today, who constitute subjectively one group, light and inspiration and spiritual revelation can be released in such a flood of power that it will work definite changes in the human consciousness and help to ameliorate conditions in this needy world. It will open men's eyes to the basic realities, which are as yet only dimly sensed by the thinking public. Humanity itself must apply the necessary correctives, believing it can do so in the strength of its own sensed wisdom and strength. Yet all the time, behind the scenes, stand the group world aspirants, working silently in unison with each other and the hierarchy, and thus keeping the channel open through which the needed wisdom, strength, and love can flow. So that's our opportunity at this time in planetary history. So now let's work in our meditation. Coming together and integrating as a group. Lifting ourselves to the mental plane. Standing at the center of the even down cross of discipleship. Linking in thought as a soul, as a point of light and love with all people throughout the world who are working in this Triangles Meditation Group. And together we project a line of lighted energy towards the highest center and sound together the affirmation of the will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. 
I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Visualization. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. And visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Visualize this alignment between our triangle, the group soul, and the spiritual hierarchy in Christ, and hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energies of love. Precipitation, visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of people everywhere. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity 
healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Linking together as a group, we sound the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all men love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Distribution, sounding the great invocation, silently or loud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills. The purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth.
Thank you, everyone. And now it's time for you to share anything that you might like to share on this theme of group work, which is symbolized, the Tibetan says, by a goat, a mountain goat. And we have an example of that here. So the qualities of the goat are the qualities of the group. So, all right, I see. David, can you unmute your mic? Can you hey, David. hear me? Yes. Yeah. Hi, David. Hi. I uh, uh, was inspired by the uh, uh, painting of Nicholas Rorris and Lord Asney to read to you uh, a sutra from uh, the Heart Book uh, by uh, Nicholas Rorris. Uh, sutra 86 it says Cooperation can be an adornment for a conscious spirit. What conveys the concept of cooperation? It's neither coercion nor still less competition, but rather an increase in energies. Those who have understood the hierarchy with their heart also clearly understand what it means to work together. I thought that would be inspiring for the group of triangle workers. Yes. Yeah, to the extent that we can appropriate energy. That is a key. Energy follows thought, as, as we're told. And so perhaps when we have these meetings coming together, it stimulates us to do what we can to work more effectively with the energies that are available. So thanks. Thank you very much. Um, Anna asks, if we know how many triangles there are worldwide, we really don't. Hi, Anna. We really don't know the full extent because many people don't register their triangles with us. And we would really, that's why we really appreciate it if you do register your triangle. Um, but there's definitely thousands that are registered, but we don't know how many, many more there are out there. Um, and so anybody who would like to share audibly, that's always, um, Really, something that we appreciate. Uh, Ginny writes to deepen our connection with the group, ponder the deeper implications of the Capricorn keynote and add two words to serve, then act. Also, remember that these present global crises are momentary. In the next moment, all can change in loving waves of public goodwill and unification. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Jenny. So she's saying to add to serve at the end of the keynote, lost am I in light supernal, yet on that light, I turn my back to serve, Jenny suggests. Yes. I was reading an interesting uh, sharing from someone this morning which I thought is so so true and the opportunity therefore standing before us as we learn to work together in group formation is immense. And he was sharing that we know that 2000 years ago, the Christ, the head of the spiritual hierarchy overshadowed Jesus in Nazareth in his ministry and that was the exponential uh, fostering of the evolution of the of Jesus, but also uh, of the Christ himself. Together, they achieved initiations through their cooperative efforts. So Jesus gave over his body, gave over his aura for the Christ to come through. But this individual was suggesting that the new group of world servers is now the vehicle being used by the world teacher, the Christ, to overshadow the group and therefore bring through all of the energies of the Christ life and the Christ spirit to so many more people today at this time. And so therefore it is a planetary externalization that's happening now and preparing the way. Um, 
Carly writes, not to create more work, but I would love a way to connect with others working in and researching different problems of humanity in a subgroup. Yeah, well, it's definitely not more work because it's really up to the individuals to form those groups themselves. That was the intention always behind the problems of humanity work to form groups. And in the old days, um, that was done on the physical plane. You know, today we're so accustomed to internet that we forget or perhaps think it's too difficult to form a group on the physical plane. But as the Christ said, whenever two or more are gathered together, there am I. And so it doesn't have to be a large group. Um, one other member, you can form your own Problems of Humanity group. And that's actually one of the most important aspects of the Arcane School training and the aspect of the training that we're told the Christ himself took note of. He didn't necessarily take note of any other aspects of the training, but he took note of the problems of humanity when it was introduced into the school. And surely because one of the major problems throughout the Piscean age was the sense among many spiritual teachers of abstracting from the physical plane and becoming lost in, in mystical in a mystical approach to God. And that this introduction of a focused um, intention on the part of the school to among its members to have them be actively engaged in creating thought forms of solution to the problems of humanity was the key thing that the Christ himself took note of. And so Carly, I would encourage you to do what you can in your local community to see if you can reach out to others to find a way to use the meditation, powerful meditation. We can supply you with whatever materials you need and therefore um, do the work. And she says, Carly also says, I would love to connect with others working in esoteric astrology. Well, there are people through the Makara website, you could check out, um, there's a lot of uploading of materials on Makara, but also your participation in the full moon meditations each month is one. Is perhaps the most important means of growing your own understanding of what esoteric astrology is all about. For it's really working with the energies, the energies of the constellations, the signs, the planetary rulers, reading the chapter. When I first started working here many years ago, we were encouraged to read the chapter for the sign under consideration each month. And if you do that year in and year out, you will find that your understanding of this definitely challenging book, Esoteric Astrology, will expand. And so I would, it's something I would encourage. Um, Marie Christina Donadu writes, to serve, to reveal the light, the permeating love. Heidi writes, when we are consciously in the heart center while we meditate with a group, we can deepen our contact. We can feel the group very well. Yes. That's certainly why people are participating in these webinars. Uh, David Karimi is stating that he would like to form a triangle. So we definitely have some people. There was an earlier person who wanted to. And here's another person from Argentina. So we will, we will be in contact with you or you can contact each other privately through the chat box, um, but we will put you in contact with each other. So thank you so much. Okay, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hello, Kathy, can you hear me? Yes. Hi, thanks so much for this wonderful presentation, this talk today. And um, I just wanted to just share a very, very brief comment about this, this importance of the group. I mean, I think you've probably said some of this, but the, you know, the nature of soul consciousness is group consciousness. And um, it's sort of almost a, 
those of us that have been studying these teachings or involved in this work for a while, it's almost a sort of a, it's, it's such a common statement that it almost loses meaning. You know, there's a sense that, okay, well, the soul is group conscious. Okay, it knows itself to be one with the group. Yeah, it knows no separation and blah, 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 and all of that. Um, but on a, on a more, on a little bit deeper level, what that really means is that the soul is, at least to me, and in my thought process right now, is that this this is significant because it means that the soul works to implement the plan, and it does so as a group. Yeah. So when we consider the study of the problems of humanity, for example, this idea that, um, you know, some of the problems the world faces are just so difficult so intractable, so almost impossible. It's like, how could a small group of esoteric students studying them really actually make much difference? And I think the point, though, is not that it's one group studying them. It's about it's about the implementation of the plan by the World Discipleship Group as a whole, which extends within the consciously esoteric community and outside of it. And so it's just it's really a massive group meditation on the plan. And that's what the study of the problems of humanity are to me. And to me, it really gets to the crux of what it means, why it's so important to work as a group, because it really, to really work as a group means to work as a soul mm-hmm. and to work on this, at this larger task that, that transcends every sort of individual group purpose, which is the much mm-hmm. larger group purpose of the plan itself. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, so even as an individual, if we're in touch with our soul, we're in touch with a group. And uh, so students, for example, who are studying the problems might feel like Carly does, that she would like to work with a group. And we do encourage that, of course. But working individually as a soul-aligned individual, you're as, as Michael just said, you are contributing to creating that thought form of solution. Steve, sorry, sorry. I just say I didn't mean to suggest that it shouldn't be done as groups. I think the small groups are important, but it's just the impetus behind, you know, the real heart of the group work is that there's always these groups, but there's also always a larger group that each group is working as part of. Thank you. Thank you. Steve's hand did disappear. Yeah, I think he had to go. No, maybe there he is. I'm going to get him back here. Steve. (laughs) <laughs> you can't hide you cannot hide no i put my hand down because i thought that i was really enjoying um where the conversation was going and i didn't want to intrude into that so yeah. um i think this is such a lovely um conversation um the, i wanted to really follow up the idea that carly raised and your response kathy and just the thought for triangles workers to reconsider what it might mean if for though particularly for triangles workers who are sort of deep students of the alice bailey material which is not all triangles workers but it's it's quite a significant number to think why not um see if i don't aren't a little surprised by placing a little notice somewhere locally to Mm -hmm. see if there's anybody locally interested in this approach to work um, and use it as an exercise to grow in group work in, in physical interaction. Yes. Um, because that, in a way, that to me was the whole teaching that TK gave about forming units of service, yeah. which was really around, as you say, around problems of humanity, but also now it tends to be around um, full moon meditation groups. Yeah, and, could you just could you describe what a unit of service is? It's very simple, yeah. but for people who don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a really lovely, it's a beautiful idea because it has implications for the whole of humanity. The idea is that we should be thinking of groups um, as units that are totally dedicated to service. Mm-hmm. And so if we look at our local community where we live we will see numerous and all sorts of different fields of, of, of groups of citizens coming together um, 
higher than just working for some particular ideal or anything, but really working to serve humanity. Now I think that's a real presence in most communities in the world. From um, the idea that DK suggests is that for those, for units of service to form when the co-workers are drawing on a perspective of the soul and the hierarchy. And the and 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 then um, of huge value is these small groups. I love the thought of all over the world because there are still now many groups, often very quiet. You wouldn't know about them, but where two or three people have met for ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty years, yeah. observing the full moon rhythm, yeah. linking with the global group. Now, to me, that those little units make such a magnificent contribution to the whole focus and the only way that happens is by someone having enough courage to say well look let's put my toe out and see if there's anybody who might be drawn to this Mm -hmm. and then not be too afraid but to use that as an opportunity to take the leadership in leading a group focus away from a personality relationship to a real focus on the work and you only learn that by doing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way. And and many, many people, I think, in the group are now able to do that. So just I really love the thought of constantly holding before ourselves in this time when we so communicate through sort of digital media and through Zoom mm-hmm. and things, which is wonderful. But don't uh, – that shouldn't interfere with our willingness to to start – contributing to units of service in our local where we're physically living that's right that's right um, sorry. thank you so much okay thanks. Those cheers points with us um, Catherine hello can you unmute <laughs> yes I got so lost in this conversation that I kind of forgot what I wanted to say but I I was thinking about the importance of group in the process of invocation, which Mm -hmm. is essential. I mean, it's humanity's job, I think, um, to be invocative and um, to evoke from the hierarchy or even spirit higher up the response that is necessary for the work of the new age to come on, I was going to say online, <laughs> but I guess we're we're moving to a little bit more of a physical perspective right now. Yeah, but I read somewhere that when the 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 dedication to spirituality becomes only a tiny bit stronger than the dedication to materialism, then really everything changes. So, uh, and as far as I know, all of that is is group work. It's individuals participating at the level of soul in -hmm. the work of groups. That's, those are my ideas. Thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you very much. I definitely feel like we are, we have reached that tipping point and it just takes a while for the um, results of that attainment to precipitate onto the physical plane. So there's a lot to be hopeful for. Um, Duncan writes, oops, uh, reminding oneself as one sits down to meditate that there are thousands of others doing so at the same time can foster a deeper group cohesion. I use the great invocation often and often consciously remind myself to connect with all others using it at the same time or the mantra of synthesis, Monday, noonday recollection, mantra of the new group of world servers when I do. Yes, thank you so much. And Ben says he has a triangles meditation group for Iran and that you can connect with him on Facebook. Yeah, that's wonderful. We need a lot of help um, for all of the countries of the world, stimulate their soul. Um, 
Um, Tara says that the White Mountain Agni Yoga group might still be doing a, a cycles magazine for esoteric astrology. Um, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Can you unmute? Hello. Hi. Hi, Hi. Wendy. Hi. I, yeah, taking from something Steve said, and he used the word courage, and I wanted to just say that I find that this is a forum for making what we're doing even more tangible and that whenever anyone shares something no matter what it's about I always feel connected again and engaged and it makes me realize <clears throat> and you can't force people to speak but I feel that this is a great forum for practicing and um, bringing into tangible form what we're doing because it can seem sometimes so subjective and this is what the point I'm trying to get to is that um, the idea that taking this out into the community I think is fantastic I honestly haven't thought of that myself before but it's kind of sparked me and it's making me think well if I can occasionally say something on here then I'm learning to speak or my soul is learning to speak through me so that I can reach other people so and in that the theme that you've set creates connectivity to the group and a re-engagement. So, you know, I can only say thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah, I do think that one of the beauties of joining a group um, is that you can learn to communicate. And that seems to be one of the obstacles, one of the primary obstacles in people starting a group, they don't think that they're able to communicate effectively enough. But if you consider that it's just a gathering among people in your local community, it'll give you greater confidence once you start communicating, you'll learn through the process. At least I know that was my, has been my experience, particularly if you're quite shy as an individual. Um, a smaller group really gives you um, greater confidence, as Wendy just said. Um, so I'll just read one more um, from Santana here, and we will read all of the comments, which we appreciate very much. If it is true that energy follows thought, if we think about the groups we are connected to before we meditate, well, this is a, very similar to Duncan's uh, sharing, or do the triangles or world goodwill meditation, we are in fact connecting subjectively, even if not fully conscious of who the group members are, because on the plane of hierarchy, the kingdom of souls, all souls become part of the one soul. This practice of realizing you are part of a group, if you don't know the group members, increases the energy of the meditation work, and ultimately you start to feel and sense the group and power of radiating service increases. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're told that there's a gigantic meditation going on at all times upon the planet. And surely it's not only the groups, we know it's not only the groups on the physical plane, but there is a gigantic meditation going on in the higher centers within hierarchy and Shambhala. And anytime we meditate, we're part of that large planetary group so thank you all so much and i'm glad that we were able to form some new triangles today and let's just close by visualizing the planet surrounded by a network of triangles
Visualize the network radiating light and goodwill. Thank you again. Bye-bye.